the greatest goddamn show on YouTube. This is the Dusty Smith Show, and I'm your host, Dusty Smith. Who the fuck else would I be? It all tracks. Folks, got a packed-ass show for you guys tonight, man. So last Monday, show, I was complaining that nothing happened on the weekend. I was blaming you because it's your fault for not doing some cool shit for me to cover. And holy God, man, ask and you shall receive. Look at this show tonight. Going to be definitely overtime tonight. Look, holy God, so much happened this weekend. So much to cover. Going to be a fucking good one. Cannot wait. I love you, Javier Colorado. How you doing? Buck Anal is watching from New Zealand. What's up, Kiwis? I learned from the show a couple weeks ago that a kiwi is not a fruit. It's a bird. Apparently, it's the bird of New Zealand or some shit. So that's good to know. Learning is fun. What's up, Christopher Richards? Good to see you tonight. So I can click over here so you guys can see what that chat is saying over here. Cool, cool, cool. As always, it's an original song called Experience Machine by Dusty Smith. Available on my SoundCloud if you guys want to listen to that, so that's good. Um, already got trolls in the chat. Cool. Um, all right, folks, as always, if you love me, and you should, support the show on Patreon. Patreon.com for slash podcast. There's a link in the description of this video to my Patreon. Uh, I'm not making a lot of money. It's up to $1,641 a month. I work hard. I work really hard on the show, folks. So, like, if you find yourself watching my free content a lot, please consider chipping in a dollar to a month. I don't make money off ads. I only make money off the show through the Super Chats and through my Patreon. So, uh, help me out and all the animals. You'll see lots of cats around here. We have 10 cats, as always. Here at the Human Society of Visit Animal Sanctuary, we rescue cute little dogs and cats to get their forever homes. So, uh, help us out. And also, Super Chats. Life really the show Super Chats. I don't dodge any questions. I answer everything. Immortalize yourself forever and ever in the Super Chats. And uh, Justin Ship says, Rittenhouse is probably going to be signing skateboards for his fans now. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. He's going to be heavily rewarded. He'll be a millionaire. He'll be... Uh, this is just the, this is the first we're seeing of him. They're going to drag him out on every platform to own the libs from now on. Oh my God, look at look all the people we upset by platforming this fucking killer. <laughs> Just so, it's going to be so cringe. But I'm going to cover it. It's going to be funny. So, uh, good. Jello4 $10. Hey, thank you, Jello4. Good to see you tonight. Appreciate that. And Kitty Witty, give me $5 Australian. What's up? What's happening tomorrow over there in Australia? You fucking tomorrow person. Evil. It's an island of evil people over there. But I'll take your money. I appreciate it. And, uh, all right. Let me see what the pores are saying on the, uh, the chats here. What's up, Catalina? Good to see you tonight. Hey, Catalina, if you're not going to play anymore, can I have your money? Just say it. Give me your money, Catalina. Just kidding. Um, sort of. Cal will become Paul Gosser's pool boy. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Watch. Dusty have absolute opposite and wrong take on this. I know, right? I'm so wrong about everything. Dusty's an idiot. It was obviously self-defense. I mean, the first kill was self-defense. And I guess the, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk. I, I've talked. I've told you guys what I feel about it before. I actually took some shit for my first opinion. My opinion has kind of changed a little bit from my initial video I put about this, but not like really. I don't think Cal uh, is uh, guilty of first degree murder or anything. I don't think there's any chance of them ever finding him guilty. Like I've told you guys repeatedly about this, but uh, like he's not a good guy. He is an evil son of a bitch. He set out to kill people. He went out looking for trouble and he got what the fuck he wanted. So, like, he should have got something like, uh, I don't know, uh, negligent homicide. Something, something. Not nothing, but well, they didn't charge him with the right stuff. So, eh, what you gonna do? Uh, 
not a hill I'm really willing wanting to die on, to be honest with you, but we'll talk about it. Um, what else you guys saying over here? What's up, fellow poors? Yep, all you poors. What's up, chat 453? Good to see you tonight. Like the video? Hell yeah! Everybody like the video. It's the least you can fucking do. You fucking poors. Um, why don't you say logic anymore? Here's some loot for the kiddies. I say logic almost the end of every single video I ever do. I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, might want to stay tuned to the end of the show. Like, sometimes I say catchphrase instead of logic, but almost every time I say logic, so I don't know what you're talking about. But thank you for the money. Appreciate that. Jonathan Gordon, great show. Highlight of a cold, dark weed. Hey, how do you know it's great? You haven't even seen it yet. You're just guessing because it's always great? That's a good guess. It's going to be good. Um, what, what are the trolls saying over here? Dusty knows jack shit about law. I know a lot about the law. I am the law. I'm basically Judge Dredd, motherfucker. Uh, Urban Mass, what now, Dusty? Do you think this is the beginning of the decline of the U.S. Empire, or are we mid-marathon to the end? Oh, man, it already started a long time ago. It's time to get the popcorn and just watch the collapse. But the funny thing is, uh, at least I'll broadcast, as I've been doing for the last two years, the collapse of the American Empire, you guys. So uh, at least while it's all burning, we can enjoy the hilarity of it, because it's pretty funny. It's depressing. But uh, I'm back at the point where I don't take this life very seriously anymore. I think this is some kind of uh simulation or something that has to be a comedy a dark comedy so it's not really worth taking all this too fucking seriously you know you just try to do the best you can in life try to leave the most positive impact on the world you can and then you know not try to worry about it too much because like there's only so much you can do about it and if you think about it too much if you let it get to you too much it's gonna be depressed all the time and like you're really doing nobody any favors if you live your life miserable and depressed so you just can't do that as much as you can so uh Let's see. Uh, Beast Nation. What's up, Beast Nation? Hey, Dusty. Don't have much money, but I want to send some love and recommend Silk Sonic's album that dropped last weekend. Also, Foot Rittenhouse. All right. Never heard of Silk Sonic, but I'll check it out. Dusty. Used to watch you back in the day. Recently, we found you. Been watching the past shows. Love it. Also, Fuck Murderer Cow. Hell yeah. Well, welcome back. Um, been doing YouTube videos since just about the start of YouTube. 13 years now. I am old school as fuck. Speaking of old school as fuck, that I would share you guys with... Um, so, some of you might know that I play New World obsessively. Uh, lots of problems with that game. Lots of problems. But uh, everybody who comes and plays with me or watches me on Twitch says the same thing. Holy shit, Dusty. Your character looks exactly like you. So, I have to show you guys my character on New World. Here he is. Boom! This is my character on New World. Hmm? Hmm? Pretty close. This is not Photoshop. Pretty close. Let's check out another picture. A closer. See my badass bow? I got this badass fucking bow. My badass spear on my back. And I got this pimp pink outfit with gold shoulder blades. Let's do a little closer look at my, my character. Boom! Look at that. Mm, what do you think? Pretty close. Pretty close. Hell yeah. Dusty knows how to create characters. Rock. What is New World? New, New World is Amazon's uh, MMORPG. That's uh, been out for about two months now. Cosplay, I know, right? This is like a, I want to say real life cosplay, real fake cosplay, gamer cosplay. So cool, cool, cool. I thought I'd share that with you guys. This is my house right there. I have my own house in New World. It's pretty rocking. So pimping, pimping. Whoa, nice. I know, right? Uh, anything else? All right, nothing else. Let's go ahead and kick off the show, folks. Hit the like button. Hit it. Do it. Do it. 
do it. And gonna start off some religious bullshit, cause religious bullshit, religious bullshit, religious bully bully shit. It's time for religious bullshit. It is time for religious bullshit. Hell yeah! Killing it! And first off on religious bullshit, they're so cringe, folks. So the IRS is looking into this now. Uh, Patrick Hagee's church had these bunch of uh, MAGA motherfuckers in his church. You know, they're not supposed to have uh, politics in your church. That's the whole reason they're supposed to be tax exempt. So uh, they had a bunch of MAG fucks in there, and they got the whole church to chant uh, let's go, Brandon, which is just code for fuck Joe Biden. So this is what church has become now. Church has become them sitting up there and doing three word chants about fuck Joe Biden because they don't really give a shit about Christianity anymore. It's all political now. It's always been political, but now it's more clear than ever that church is just fucking political now. Uh, and what's so cringe about this, even more cringe than it already is, is all let's go, Brandon is, is the politically correct version of fuck Joe Biden. They're so scared to say fuck Joe Biden. Now they're saying, let's go Brandon instead. I thought you guys hated political correctness. You know, it's not against the law to say fuck Joe Biden. You can say fuck Joe Biden. Hey, I'll do it. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> See, nobody died. Nobody gets a shit. But uh, political correctness, you guys love it. Let's watch this cringe shit from John Hagee's ministry. thankful for every partner that sows into Hagee Ministries, uh -huh. helping us spread the message of the gospel. Uh -huh. Stay with us. At the end of the program, Pastor has a blessing. Oh, got a blessing. This guy gonna bless us all. Look how blessed he is. He's definitely not an evil fucking piece of shit con man. Shameless grifter. Nope. He can bless y'all. A lasting. Anyway, IRS looking into it, but they're not going to do anything because the IRS never does anything against the religious people. They can con anybody want to. They can do whatever the fuck they want to. They can get away with it. Because, like, even Joe Biden isn't going to do anything. Joe Biden's not going to do a single goddamn thing to any crooked televangelist. Just not going to happen. So, uh, fuck Joe Biden. And next up, they didn't. They never stop, folks. Even from the jail cell. Despite being in jail, a prosperity gospel preacher is scamming Christians. So, this guy, um, Wealth International Ministries preacher Ton Kuntz, should be cunts, is uh, in prison for tax evasion. Shocker. And um, still from behind bars trying to con gullible idiots out of their money. In emails, Kuntz urges supporters to sow your seed through donations to his ministry. He asked for donations of 100, 500, and even 1,000 to millionaires receiver seed, saying that God is birthing millionaires, and those donors can expect three supernatural harvests. And like, I hate these guys, but at the same time, if you send money to them, psh, that's sort of on you. Full of their money is soon parted, so I guess if you're giving your money to these guys, uh, who are evil. I guess there's other things probably you'd be doing your money that's also evil that you're not doing. So I guess it's a wash. 
I don't really give a shit. You guys can be caught out of your fucking money if you want to, but you're not supposed to do this from prison. There are laws against it, but I guess not if you're a fucking criminal-ass con man preacher. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. Biden is just another thumper. Biden's definitely a Bible thumper Catholic. Now, Biden is better in every fucking possible conceivable way than uh, Donald Trump was, but that's a really fucking low bar. Like, you couldn't possibly get any lower than that bar. So, uh, I will give Biden credit. He's done an okay job on some things, bad on others, better than Trump. But still, fuck that guy, am I right? And uh, here's another example, folks, of why you can't take this world too seriously. Because if you do, you'll get too depressed. And you'll just not want to even leave your fucking room or leave the bed. I've covered Kat Kerr many times this show. Kat Kerr is the uh, shameless, pink-haired con woman who claims that she is the general of 100 million angels. And Trump is coming back any five seconds now. And you might think that she's just a joke that nobody listens to. Just a crazy old woman on the internet. But no, folks, she, it, she just bought herself a mansion in a really rich, gated community. Because being a piece of shit con person pays off in this world. So uh, let me play the clip and then we'll comment on it. Here's her bragging to her ministry about this uh, mansion she bought. She mentions where the, where the house is and the neighborhood she bought it in is a mansion area. And uh, how the crowd just loves it. That she's caught them out of money and... Uh, and uh, being rewarded heavily for her lies. Because if you've been faithful to God, you cannot escape being blessed in these days. He told me to go pick out as many houses as I wanted. He didn't care. Uh-huh. He didn't care where they were. He Woo! didn't care what they cost. Yay! And I'm getting one. Wait a minute. They're, they're clap for her. I have a question. Has God read the Bible he wrote? Because he was pretty specific about it through his son, Jesus Christ, that rich people can't go to heaven, that it's harder for a camel to fit, or easier for a camel to fit through an eye of a needle than it is for a rich person to get to heaven. Jesus specifically said many times, if you want to follow me, you have to sell your worldly possessions. He was clear, but apparently God did get the memo. I guess God checked out like he did on everything goddamn else. He wouldn't let me say I couldn't have it. He wouldn't let people tell me I couldn't have it. He said, it's yours. It's been on the market for almost 150 days in a place where you don't even find houses anymore. In a beautiful gated community because he said, I will infiltrate you into the circles of the wealthy and the rich. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah. See, I'm not a rich asshole. I'm not a con woman. God hey, gave me all this money so that I could infiltrate the rich that's what i'm doing folks that's what i'm, I'm, not, I'm not evil shit in. i'm not going against specifically what the bible said nope nope god did it it's another assignment i hope they're ready <laughs> i hope, I hope they're, they're ready like pink hair because i'm invading queen's harbor yeah you're not invading shit you're a rich old bitch, and you're moving around a r bunch of other rich old bitches. That's what rich fucking bitches do. God damn it, they're so stupid. They're so easily led. Gullible fucks. But like I said, folks, here's the good news about that. Yes, it sucks that this world continuously rewards these shittiest human beings, and it might make you think, hey, what motivation do I have to be a good moral person when you seem to be punished for that and rewarded for being evil? 
But like, I mean, at least the good part about what she's doing is, yes, she's being rewarded, but she's also killing Christianity. So ultimately, the greater good is being done because people see, like, especially the youth, see women like her. And it's so obvious she's an evil con woman. They don't want anything to do with that. They don't want anything to do with religion, which is why the youth is fleeing from Christianity in droves. So she's helping accelerate the destruction of religion in this country, which is good. And it's a shame she's being rewarded for it. But at the same time, uh, if the greater good has been done, I guess. Cool. And uh, pastor defends church event that led to COVID act break. I did what God wanted. So this piece of shit had in church services, shoulder to shoulder, massless. And uh, two of his parishioners died. People died. But he's like, huh? A woman got saved, though, so I'm just doing what God told me to do. I'm the good guy here. They're literally the most evil scumbags in the world. They'll kill their own followers, and then they'll excuse their behavior and be rewarded for it. Fuck this goddamn trash society. And uh, you guys remember Sherry Tenpenny? She's the uh, one of the main con women who all the anti-vaxxers continuously parrot her talking points. Well, uh, here she is talking about how COVID vaccines are just a form of late-term abortion. Because, of course, they are. Right-wing watch, right-wing watch. Do it. Do it. People have got to start saying to their bosses who are requiring them to get tested if they don't get a shot, that you need to start saying to them, torture is illegal in the United States of America. Actually, it's not. And you- torture is not. Torture is completely legal. It's called pain compliance. And every police officer in America is allowed to torture you as much as they want to in order to get you to comply with their orders. So even that's bullshit. Not to mention, you know, the fact that we... Uh, waterboard people and murder innocent Iraqi citizens and a bunch of bunch, bunch of bad bullshit. You know, Trump pardoned the war criminals who did it. So uh, even that's bullshit, but keep going. You repeatedly testing me for being non-compliant and disobedient is torture. It's not think- torture. You need to get tested if you're going to be a plague rat and you want to spread your disease to your coworkers, or you could just take a very quick, very simple shot that's free and easy to get. You fucking con woman scumbag. I think that we're going to be writing that up and we're going to sending it into the EEOC and we're going to start accusing you and these policies of being torture. Call a spade a spade. Who gives a shit? Do whatever and we you know do, that woman. this is Nobody murder by injection, right? And you're supposed to give this as sacrificing your children. <laughs> oh, God. To mm-hmm. Balak. Oh, Bollock. Cool. Child sacrifice being resurged in these final days. Damn, they make this sound so cool. Wish I could take three or four more COVID shots now. Way to sell it. Don't threaten me with a good time, Tenpenny. From the Tower of Babel and the descendants of Nimrod. Oh, Nimrod. And this is what is happening. And if you see anybody participating in this, you need to be challenging them mm-hmm. of what they are doing Do to it. their spirituality oh, God. and what they are sacrificing <laughs> their children to. Ooh. Don't challenge my spirituality. Oh, no. What shall I ever do? You know, I had a really good friend who said, you know, we've sacrificed over 60 million newborn, unborn babies in abortion. Uh-huh. We have multiple states in this country who actually allow late-term abortion. 
Okay. Now we are doing very, 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 very late-term abortion by killing five-year-olds. Uh-huh. Right. This Which five-year-olds have been killed by the vaccine? Name them, Tenpenny. Name them. Prove it. You can't? You're a shameless con woman? You're a liar? Huh. Shocker. Happening in America, people. And it's your job to stop everybody. Somebody says, hey, Dusty, the jab doesn't stop you from getting or giving the C-19 plague. You're clueless. Oh, yeah. I'm the one that's clueless. Not like I haven't discussed exactly what you're saying, I don't know, a hundred times on this show. Uh, you're the one that doesn't seem to have a clue what I said, but I'll say it again. Yes, you can still get COVID-19 if you're vaccinated. Yes, you can still transfer it to someone else if you're vaccinated. You're just much, 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 much less likely to do so. You're much, 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 much less likely to be hospitalized. And you're much, 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 much less likely to die if you're vaccinated. Uh, just like, hey, you can still die if you wear your seatbelt. You can still die. If you have airbags in your car, you're just much, 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 much less likely to do so. It's very obvious, very simple to understand. Uh, I'm definitely the clueless one here, aren't I, you sad fuck? <laughs> God, you guys are such jokes. You guys got to really come up with some better uh, counters to your bullshit than this, because they're so easy to slap down. I mean, it's like literally nothing just to slap you across your ignorant fucking diarrhea mouth. You know, and wake them up and shove it in their face. And if they defund you off of social media, who cares? Now it's about Bears. trying to save unborn babies and pregnant women. It's yeah. about uh, the... They, they don't give they a fuck about pregnant start. women because every late-term abortion bill is about the health of the mother and only when she could be in direct harm from either death or serious injury. Don't give a fuck about the mother. Being ...a trial and to give these shots to six-month-olds. This is child sacrifice. Who? This is the resurgence of child sacrifice from the days of, of the Babylonian mystery schools. As it said in Genesis 6. Oh, Genesis, And cool. what Jesus himself said that in uh -huh. those final days, it will be like as in the days of Noah. <laughs> and what were they doing? Child sacrifice. Oh, so God is going to get pissed off at his own creation and murder everybody, including all the cute little bunny rabbits and puppies. Awesome. Awesome God you worship. Anyway, let's continue on. I'm tired of hearing her mouth. She dumb and uh, folks, remember this guy, MAGA pastor Mark Burns, who I shared with you guys a couple weeks ago. He is the uh, Trump supporting pastor who got caught out on CNN, got busted live on national television, lying about his educational background and military background and pretty much everything. So, of course, since he got busted for being a shameless con man, he is now the darling of the conservative MAGA community, of course, because uh. Con people of a feather flock together. They reward each other. So uh, now he's going around talking about, hey, we need theocracy in this country. He's running for Congress, of course. He'll probably win because it's such a trash country. And uh, don't be scared at all, folks. But this future congressman wants to make anything that's not biblical illegal. Cool. I'm excited about the growing movement, especially here in the 4th District of South Carolina, of people who are identifying themselves as just Christian conservatives, right? We got to take it back to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I believe the people here in the 4th District of South Carolina are getting that. It's not just about being Republicans. It's about being a conservative Christian who believes this is a Christian nation. And any policy that is contrary to the word of God, we need to remove it from from mainstream America and make it illegal. Oh, cool. The American Taliban, they want Christian Sharia law. Anything that doesn't go along with the Bible, hey, throw it out. So I guess slavery is going to be legal again, since the Bible specifically says it's okay to have slaves. It's okay to have sex slaves. 
Go into the next town. Kill every man and boy. But the women who are still virgins, you may keep for yourself. That's what the Bible says. Hey, folks. Sex slavery. Perfectly cool. Hey, Bible says you can beat your slaves. And if they don't die in a day or two, it's fine. Biblical. The Bible says, hey, let's murder disobedient children. Let's stone adulterers and gays. Cool. Let's codify an American law. Please elect this man stat. We get what we fucking deserve in this goddamn country. And last up, on the Chud Watch, Evangelist Big Bird getting vaccinated. It's demonic and a form of bullying. We're going to cover up the Big Bird thing a little bit later, some more. But this is the same crowd who lied and said, oh my God, liberals are so triggered by Mr. Potato Head. They had to change the name. Where that wasn't true. Hasbro literally decided facing no backlash whatsoever. It had nothing to do with the left, the left at all, that they wanted to rebrand Mr. Potato Head. Same people that said, oh my God, the left canceled Dr. Seuss. Literally had nothing to do with the left. Left didn't give a shit. It was the family of Dr. Seuss who didn't want to publish those books anymore. But yeah, the, the left is triggered by Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head. They're cancel culture, but they're actually the ones who are triggered by puppets. No self-awareness whatsoever. But when they do it, though, it's not cancel culture. When they do it, they're not whiny, piss baby snowflakes. There's always a separate set of rules for them. This is the most demonic thing I've seen in a long time. Uh, the indoctrination of children. Giving an experimental thing to children and without answering the question. See, to me, this is the worst form of bullying and peer pressure. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a tweet from a Big Bird account. Imagine having this response to a fucking tweet from Sesame Street. That you can possibly uh, use in society. And these adults, I don't know if they have a conscience or not. <laughs> because the question of children is going to be the defeating force of the left. Uh -huh. It's what's going to get you. Uh -huh. If you're a leftist, please look at me. And even, you know, the funny part is I can tell you this and you're still going to go down that pernicious road and make right. that hideous mistake. I am, you're right. Going after the children. Mm. When the men's gay chorus in San Francisco oh, sang and said, oh, we're going to go after your children. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. There was a massive backlash. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be to this Sesame Street. Massive. And there's going to be a line drawn by parents. Mm -hmm. And they're going to they're gonna switch this off. And you're going to watch this, this firestorm. Because once you make it about the children, that's when all of the left, right, Republican, Democrat labels go out the window. See, the sad part about it is he's actually right. I'm going to talk about this as the show goes on, but uh, it's hard not to get depressed by this thought. But the truth is we are not winning the culture war. The right is winning the culture war. And it's exactly this type of stuff they're doing to win the culture war. We're going to deep dive into that more with some of the uh, future stories we're going to cover in this show. But, uh, folks, Big Bird has been talking about being vaccinated forever. Here's 1972. Well, something's going on down at the store. It's, I wonder what's... It's kind of funny. I mean, it's strange. I mean, there's... Well, there's all kinds of people, and they're all in a line, and they don't look like they're buying candy. And there's a sign that says, Don't wait. Vaccinate. Huh. And there goes a boy with a balloon coming out of so the... So this is nothing new. 
They've always done this on Sesame Street. They've always encouraged children to get vaccinated. The only thing new now is that the right is so incredibly unpopular with all their political positions, every one of them. The left positions are actually incredibly popular. So the only thing the right has is this culture war to distract the populace with why Elon Musk makes another $50 billion tomorrow. And it's working. It's fucking working. They are winning. Joe Biden's approval rating, like low 40s, high 30s now. We're going to go into why they're winning and how they're winning as the show goes on. But it's pretty depressing if you take this life seriously, which I'm having to make myself do less and less of these days. Because uh, the next thing we're going to cover, the whole Joe Rogan thing under the Chud Watch. But let's take a quick break and read the Super Chats. Hit the like button, everybody. 630 viewers, 285 likes. God damn it, half of you. Not amazing. Not amazing, to be honest with you. Psh, for shame, all of y'all. Hugh Allen, Dusty, when they come to arrest Big Bird, do you think he's a flight risk? <laughs> I think he's a flightless bird like an ostrich. But uh, good joke. Urban Mask, bro, if there was any evidence of devil was rewarding people for siding over their souls or sacrificing kids, the line to sign would reach China. I wouldn't sacrifice kids, but I don't believe in those souls, so I'd sign my soul over in a heartbeat. Where you at, devil? Let's do the do. Buckettle, love you long time, Rusty. From the bottom of New Zealand, do you know Shania Twain and Peter Thiel have mansions here? I did not know that, but I'm not surprised. Because that don't impress me much. Ooh, wah, wah, ooh. That's Shania Twain, right? Riches for your beastie, beasties, Priestley. Uh, pre- Priestley. Appreciate it. Intermediate Fossil. Very generous. $1. Gonna scratch a cat right now for you. Look at that. That's for you. That's for you right now. That's Mr. Uh, Halfstash getting some loving because of you. Here's Mr. Pretty Boy here. Hi, Mr. Mrs. Uh, Miss Misty back there. All for you, Intermediate Fossil. Gingerbread. Hate how right assume hating Trump equals love Joe. I know, right? Just because we know that Joe Biden is better in every possible way doesn't mean that we're big fans of Joe. Stupid. Dave Grohl is a better person than MGK. That machine gun Kelly? That guy sucks. Due to the American justice system, Chris Chan will be found not guilty due to reason of insanity. Probably. Chris Chan cringe. My dogs take communion. Hell yeah, they do, Bastard Hound Gang. All right, anything else pop up? Um, all right, more Super Chats if you want to, if you're able. What are the poor saying over here? Cat scratch fever, catch it and see. Got a fever of 103. I love you, love you, Javier. Slow Rogan. I saw that uh, Hassan stole Toe Rogan from me and started calling Joe Rogan Toe Rogan when I'm clearly the one that invented that. I'm not really. I'm clearly, clearly the one. I didn't. I'm clearly the one that invented that. I'm lying. So anyway, what else? Uh, kiddies! Hell yeah, like the video, everybody. Like it. Do it. Any more trolls? I like reading the troll stuff because you guys are so easy to smack down. It's funny. <laughs> Man, I wish you guys were better at doing that. wish you guys could stump me or say something that's like interesting, but you just don't. You just have the same stupid talking points. They're so brainless. I guess that's also fun to slap down. All right, let's move on. Gonna do the new Chud Watch song. Chud Watch, talking about Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Star Wars, yeah. And first off on Chud Watch, yeah. 
Guess who's back? Back again. Toe Rogan's back with all of his chud ass friends. So, uh, <sighs> nobody's surprised at this, folks. I guess uh, Temple has an RV that he's traveling around in. He has it set up to be a mobile studio because he's rich as fuck. He's a millionaire. He got plenty of plenty of money. When you're actually a decent human being, you don't get rewarded very much. But when you're a lying sack of shit on the right, millionaire. And so anybody who tries to tell me, Joe Rogan's a leftist, shut the fuck up, goddammit. The same people that told me Sargon was a leftist, the same people that told me uh, Dave Rubin was a leftist, the same people that told me that uh, uh, Jimmy Doorknob is a fucking leftist. It's obvious what they're fucking doing, so shameless conservative grifters altogether. So uh, Joe Rogan, in this RV, in this studio, with Tim Pool, Blair White, the trans token, whose entire job is to be the good trans woman who does nothing but lie and shit on other trans women, right? And uh, Alex Jones, one of the most vile con men to ever live. And uh, they're doing what they always do. This is what I was talking about before, folks. The culture wars. They're winning the culture wars. So I've been calling this out for years. This is the same playbook as the anti-SJW community did. So what they do is they go out and they find the minutia the left is doing. Not a whole lot of people, just the extremists. A lot of times they're just making it up or lying about it. But sometimes they find some real stuff that the extremes, the minutia the left is doing. And then they do nothing but cherry pick. Nut pick is what they call it. And they continuously bombard us with this nut picking and claim this represents the entire left and this is the greatest threat to our society in order to distract us from the wealth inequality that's going on in this country, from the fascist takeover of our goddamn country, from the theocracy that's trying to take over our country. They don't give a shit about that. And people like Joe Rogan are benefited by this because he is a hundred millionaire or more, $150 million, how much, however much he has, and scared to death he might have to pay $5 in taxes. So by putting out all this right-wing propaganda, he makes it much less likely that people who are going to tax him, progressives, actually get into positions of power, and conservative chuds maintain power, and then he can keep every goddamn bit of the money he's uh, sucking out of the country, right? And so it's no surprise that he's hanging out with Tim Pool. It's no surprise he's hanging out with Blair White. It's no surprise he's hanging out with Alex Jones. And so what he's doing here is exactly the same thing they always do. So he's going to be on Tim Pool's program and, and declaring the left is a monolith and the left has become a cult. Joe Rogan literally is a cult-like personality of the largest podcast in the world on another cult-like personality, Tim Pool's show, who is interviewing another cult-like personality, Alex Jones. All three are basically cult leaders, but going to pretend like it's the left who is this monolith cult over the Cal Rittenhouse bullshit. And, of course, all the usual suspects come out to suck Joe Rogan's dick, like Dinesh D'Souza, Donald Trump Jr., which we're going to show you in a minute. All the right-wing shitheads come out to poor praise upon Joe Rogan. These are the people that you're uh, attracting, Joe. Because this is what you become. This is what you are. So let me play it. This is a clip from the post-millennial, which is uh, Andy Nogo's rag, another right-wing uh, website that pushes out right-wing propaganda and talking points. 
Here they are praising Joe Rogan. And uh, so let me play this clip for you and then we'll break it down as we go. Just telling lies, but they're attempting to control the narrative, which is an attempt to control your mind. And that's what's dangerous. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, that should seriously concern you because this is what they do to control the minds of millions of people. And it's allowed on a daily basis. And it's, it's like, why don't- Imagine saying what this guy is saying right now in a room with Alex Jones, unironically, Everything is he, he's describing is 100% literally what Alex Jones does day to day. With no self-awareness whatsoever. Let me play it again. It's like he's talking about Alex Jones, yet he's talking to Alex Jones about other people telling lies, but they're attempting to control the narrative, which is an attempt to control your mind. And that's what's dangerous. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, that should seriously concern you because this is what they do to control the minds of millions of people. And it's allowed on a daily basis. And it's, it's like, why don't it's encouraging? Why don't people take issue with this, that people are trying to control your mind? Yeah. Why don't people take issue with amazing liars who spread bullshit? Let's ask my guest Alex Jones how he feels about this. Seriously, fuck everything about this. Like, I would say, how stupid do they think we are? But uh, as we're going to show you, they made tons of money off this. They got millions of views off this. They know how dumb their audience is. Unfortunately. It's so sad because I don't know any progressive. I know a lot of progressives and not one of them knows that one of the victims of Kyle was a pedophile. They all think it was an... Okay, first off, uh, I covered this story. We covered that the guy that first guy that Kyle shut was a pedophile. I'm a progressive. Every progressive I know who has watched this show knows the story because we covered it. So now I know Blair White doesn't give a shit if he's telling the truth, number one. And number two, she does not hang out or talk to progressives. So this is what they do. They just make up a lie and they throw progressives in the bus and uh, group us all together as a mon- monolith in order to spread their bullshit narrative. Says uh, Toking Trader Blair White, one of the most disgusting people on the planet innocent black blm protester who raped the kid it's not like he had a five attractions five kids five kids and he was an underage boy during this you know battle with him so it's it messes with people so badly i know so many people that have no information about the case but have an opinion completely made up wasn't the other guy didn't he get all charges dismissed on previous six days before yeah six days before he had a this is what you do you uh shit on the victims here now, I said before, like, the first guy that Cal shot was, like, this mentally ill pedophile dude. And I actually think, he, like, I don't want to say he was justified in shooting the guy because Cal fantasized about murdering people. I'm going to show you the video in a minute. Clearly premeditated. He went out there to try to instigate a situation where he could murder people, which makes him a psychopath. But it's kind of a gray area in the law. It's like uh, it's like how some psychopaths join the military because they really want to murder somebody. And then they know the military would allow them to go overseas and murder people and get away with it legally. That's what Kyle Rittenhouse did. He set up a scenario where he could go legally murder people and get away with it. And he did. He did exactly that. But let's continue. A DUI charge dropped, but he was a career criminal. I mean, he went down for domestic abuse, prowling, trespassing, two DUIs, felony burglary, two counts of carrying a firearm while intoxicated. Bro, this is so, cult shit. Yeah. Yep. We're in a cult. Yes. This is yes, a cult. Tell us, Joe. Tell us, We're in a cult. We're in a cult. Joe Rogan says, sitting in the fucking room with Alex Jones. Like, <sighs> Joe Rogan never calls out the cult of Trump. Literally, there is a MAGA cult in this country. 
I covered every fucking show. There's no denying it. Joe Rogan still on election night was giddily cheering for Donald Trump. He was giddily cheering for the fascist cult takeover of this country. Yet he going to lump all of the left together and pretend like we're a cult. With no fucking hint of irony whatsoever. Tell, tell, tell us, Joe. Joe. Right. Joe Rogan. Speak to us, tell leader. Us. How, how does the Kool-Aid taste? Shut up, Dr. Dr. Joe. How's the Kool-Aid? No, we are in a cult. Not Joe, start off. This information is not based on reality. This is yes. a left-wing cult. And they're, they're pumping stuff out, and then they're confirming this belief. They're, they're all getting together, and they're ignoring contrary evidence. Yes. They're ignoring any narrative that challenges their... Imagine sitting in the room with Alex Jones and saying this, folks. How can you be any more of a fucking hypocrite than this? I just, it's, I would say it's hard to believe, but it's not. But it's so far beyond the pale to be sitting in the room with the most prevalent propagandist in America. One of the biggest liars in the history of fucking America and saying this shit about the left. Fucking incredibly shameless belief about what happened and they're not looking at it realistically they're only looking at it like you would look at it if you're in a fucking cult he's talking about alex jones he's literally fucking talking about alex jones right now just crazy craziness so anyway i'm going to show you what the whole thing is about folks this is one, another thing i say it's so hard not to get depressed because they're clearly winning the culture war well first off as i said the usual suspects are out to suck his dick. Here's Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, hey, it's exactly what you want, Joe, isn't it? People like Donald Trump Jr. having your back. Using you as a tool to spread right-wing narratives. Of course it is. Of course it is. Because like I said, he was cheering for Trump. I've showed you guys the video. But uh, here's what it's all about, folks. Here's 100% what the whole thing is about. Shameless, grifting con men who are only doing this for fucking money. And they're getting it in fucking droves. So, Joe Rogan in the house. Alex Jones, ladies and gentlemen, right about basically everything. Finally, it's all coming down. The truth is coming out. So Thomas Jefferson was in the Illuminati. Bunch of demons. Joe Rogan is the 46th president of the United States. I smell sulfur. Oh, my God. People are just giving us money. <laughs> People are just giving us money. I mean, yeah, we're already fucking stinking, filthy, goddamn rich. We already have more money than we could ever spend in multiple lifetimes. And yet they still are giving us tons of fucking money. Isn't this great? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great. And here they are. They're right. Look. Jack, do something. And he's like. Yeah, they are. Look at all this. Jack. Look at all the money She's they're making. Like, Jack, do something. And he's like. People are watching these millionaires and like, yeah. Yeah, I want to spend my hard-earned dollars to give these millionaires even more fucking money. This is what our world rewards constantly. When you do the right thing, you can barely scrape fucking by. But if you're willing to lie, if you're willing to spread right-wing talking points that hurt your fellow American citizens, yeah. You can bathe in money. There are Twitter accounts called I'm Rand Paul's neighbor. Wow. So, so uh, one of the points that I brought up to uh, Jack and Vajaya so, and speaking of a cult, folks, these motherfuckers sitting there talking about a cult. Here's one of their messages. I hope everyone remembers this meeting of the minds. Maybe someone will paint it. Those in the group here are the new version of the founding fathers. A renaissance. The real revolution is right here. Thanks for looking out for freedom and America, says a half-eaten box of crayons. Hey, the name checks out. $50. To post this for the definitely not cult that you have going on, Joe Rogan.
just frustrating. But hey, like, I'm about at the point where I'm wondering if this country's worth saving. Like, I've always kind of done this show where I, I'm like, oh, well, I want to make the world a better place. And I still want to do that. And I'm not going to sell out. I'm not going to become evil or anything. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe I'll just not take this so seriously anymore. And we'll just chronicle the collapse of it all and just laugh about it. Because maybe most of these foot motherfuckers just aren't worth saving. It's gotten too ridiculous to even worry about too much anymore. And I kind of hate that mindset. But like, I don't even really know what else to do at this point. Like, I do kind of feel defeated, to be honest with you. I've been, I've been fighting this exact same thing for how many years? Five, six years or more? All this is is a rebrand of the anti-SJW bullshit. They've just changed the language now. Instead of calling it SJW, they say woke, wokeism, the woke mob. But it's the same exact bullshit. They've just changed the language. It's the same fucking playbook. And they're winning. And uh, here's another example. Here's what Joe Rogan had on his show. A third-hand account of woke ideology. So like I said, what they do is, is they nutpick. This guy heard from another guy who heard from another guy, you know, whatever. This horrible thing about how wokeism is destroying America. And they're going to pick the minutiae on the left. Instead of pointing out, like like I said, the, the, the fascist MAGA Trump preacher before. Who wants to make anything not biblical illegal. All the other examples I continuously give you guys of how crazy and dangerous the right is. Instead of covering any of that, no. They're going to put that minutia on the left, put it in people's face, in order to make them think that the left is the most dangerous thing in our society right now. In order to make sure the right maintain, keep, and continue to have power. This is the kind of shit Joe Rogan's platforming. My, my roommate from med school, who's a urologist, called me yesterday because he couldn't wait to tell me this ridiculous story. So, uh-huh. so a friend of a friend told me this thing that I'm going to share on the number one podcast in the world in order to show on the left. A, a colleague of his, this female urologist who's badass surgeon, was giving a lecture to the medical school, uh, which is common, right? You'll always have the surgeon will come in or the doctor will come in. And before she got up to give her lecture, the dean said to her, I'm not making this up. This is a urologist giving a lecture to a group of medical students, said... Um, I would appreciate it if you would not use the word penis during this lecture. He said it before the lecture? Yeah. She said, it's an anatomic term. I'm a urologist. What would you like me to say? And what, what he came up with some idiotic, oh, uh, <laughs> he said, um, maybe you could call it uh, male erectile tissue. And she was like, well, she's now fucking with him. She's like, I don't believe this but at all. What if it's flaccid? What, wouldn't the use of male also be kind of triggering in that sense? Mm, I mean, good point. Yeah. I mean, and she basically told him to piss off. And what did this, this guy was the dean? The dean of the medical school. <sighs> and he, I assume he's a doctor as well? He should be. Yeah, yeah. If he's the dean of a medical school, he would be an MD. What in the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah, what the fuck's wrong with you for putting hearsay on your fucking show? But that's what you do, goddammit. That's what gets you ratings, isn't it, Joe? Who gives a fuck? But uh, this is kind of funny. The definitely not cult Joe Rogan, his fans putting out shit like this. Pete Davidson, 27. Joe Rogan, 54. Any questions? Yeah, look, Pete Davidson, he's skinny. Skinny tall. Normal 27-year-old dude. Joe Rogan. I mean, I guess he's in shape. His body looks kind of weird to me. Uh, This is an old picture. He looks even weirder now. He looks super weird. has weird nipples and shit. But uh, the responses are pretty funny. Let's see if I can find. What the fuck? 
Where is it? There we go. This is the funniest. So you might have heard Joe Rogan bragging about he's so flexible he can suck his own dick. Yeah, no questions, but I have a fact. This is Joe Rogan, and this is Pete Davidson. Yeah, getting the best-looking girl, in my opinion, in the world. Pete Davidson, who I hate, mostly out of jealousy. How does this guy continuously get the best-looking women in the world? It makes me crazy. But, like, I'm jealous. I'm just going to say I'm jealous. But, yeah, like, if I had to be either Pete Davidson or Joe Rogan, 100% every time I would pick Pete Davidson. No question in the goddamn world who I'd rather be. Fuck no. So, hilarious. What a cell phone from the Joe Rogan cult. And, uh... Good news, at least, about Alex Jones. He got found uh, guilty by default in his Sandy Hook lawsuits, and he's going to have to pay lots of money eventually. He's trying to run from it. A cult of pussy. Good one. <laughs> Guys are so cr- so cringe. It's the best you got. The cult of pussy. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Genius level is my opposition around here. The good thing about my trolls is they just make me look good because when these people, who are obviously just bottom of the barrel, they're just like the lowest common denominator. If they're your enemies, then you can just let them talk. And the fact that people see that you're enemies makes you look good. So please continue. Please continue, trolls. You're gold. So uh, here's Alex Jones begging for money now that he's lost his lawsuits. Trials, even though I've already been found guilty by default, now they're going to try to tell the jury how guilty I am. It's going to take a lot of money to fight this and a lot of money uh, for the appeals. And so I can't spend the money we have paying our crew and running our independent media outlet that reaches millions of people without your support. InfoWars is doing its most important work ever right now. So this is a no-brainer. Please go to SaveInfoWars.com. Make a $10 donation, a $1,000 donation. Wealthy people out there, your free speech is being destroyed. InfoWars is just the first domino to fall. And if... Wealthy folks don't start spending their money promoting liberty, promoting freedom. We're going to lose this country and we're going to lose the world to tyranny. So please go to SaveInfoWars.com. It's Give, Send, Go. They're great folks. They're patriots. We're banned everywhere else even be able to raise money. And uh, this will help keep us in the fight for the next few years. So I've never issued an alert this serious. I need your help right now. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for your rights. Stand up for free speech. Stand up for America and don't let these bullies intimidate anybody. Yeah, don't let these bullies, you know, the bullies like the parents of dead children who were harassed receive death threats from my lying about them. Super bullies, unlike me, Alex Jones. I'm not a bully at all, am I? Give me more money, folks. And they will, folks. They'll give him money. Because this is what our trash-ass society rewards. And uh, speaking of trash-ass, Kevin McCarthy was doing a filibuster. He tried to stop the infrastructure bill because uh, why would you want our country to have infrastructure? Let me talk about passing an infrastructure bill for the last 20 years. George Bush was talking about it, never did it. Obama was talking about it, never did it. Trump talked about it, ran on a platform he was going to do it, never did it. Finally, finally, Joe Biden got some fucking infrastructure to try to address our crumbling goddamn society. And of course, these pieces of shit want to block it. So here he is in his eight-hour filibuster. So let this sink in. You're encouraging more of the pithicum. That's right, folks. You're encouraging more of the pithicum. And if there's anything you don't want to encourage, it's the pithicum. Because that's disgusting. I think we can all agree on that, says genius Kevin McCarthy. 
And, uh, yeah, uh, then he told the story of why he became a Republican. And it makes total sense, folks. He formed his political ideology in sixth grade, like we all did. Didn't we all decide in sixth grade we knew right from wrong when it comes to politics and decide which side we want to be on? I talk about what made me a Republican. I was in the sixth grade. I turn on the TV. I watch Jimmy Carter have a sweater on and tell me to turn the heater down, that the best days were behind us, that as an American I had to accept less. That wasn't how I was raised. I wasn't raised to be told no. I wasn't raised to be told that I actually had to be responsible and do something in order to keep the environment from destroying my fellow human beings. And so I was like, fuck this. Fuck being responsible. Fuck doing the right thing. I'm going to become a Republican and just watch society burn to the goddamn ground. Sixth grade. That all tracks. And uh, Magamo Brooks says uh, the Build Back Better plan is just a socialist plot by Democrats to destroy the suburbs by moving inner city people, a.k.a. black people, into the neighborhoods. This is not even a dog whistle, folks. This is just outright courting white supremacy. Uh, is this a serious concern about their quest to transform the suburbs into inner cities? Well, it is a continuation of the Socialist March on America, keeping in mind that socialism is amoral, it is evil, it is dictatorial, <laughs> and it is the elimination of our liberty and freedom. Totally. And this is a part of the Democrat scheme to take over America using every single weapon that they have at their disposal. In this instance, you very well uh, described uh, what they're trying to do to urban and suburban areas across the United States of America. They are trying to destroy a lot of these nice neighborhoods that people have worked their whole lives to be able to live in by putting up high rises for public housing with all of the adverse effects that come with that public housing. And when they do that, they're going to be destroying neighborhoods. They're going to be hurting people who have worked so hard to earn the money to be able to afford those nice homes, those nice yards. It's going to depress those property values. And it's just a part of what they're doing across the United States of America in so many different ways. We're in That's right, folks. They bring in the poors in. They bring in the blacks in. Yeah, I mean, sure, they're trying to make houses affordable for people. So they're not wage slaves the rest of the night paying rent that they can't afford to landlords. But no, they're moving them into your neighborhoods. Be afraid. The brown people are going to come in and destroy your property values. And yep, that's how white flight happens. Saying the quiet part out loud. And uh, yep. This is a pretty good illustration of what the right is like. When it comes to Confederate monuments, we must preserve our heritage. But when it actually comes to teaching the racist history of this country in schools, slavery, Jim Crow laws, the 1921 Tulsa massacre, that's CRT. We have to bury our heritage. We have to ban it. Yep. When it comes to celebrating white supremacy, it's our heritage. When it comes to pointing it out, got to ban it, say the free speech warriors. And they're winning, folks. They're winning. And uh, Baked Alaska back in the news again, folks. I don't know why this guy's not in jail, but he's not because uh, the society doesn't actually do anything to white motherfuckers who break the law continuously. Different set of rules. So uh, the latest thing he did was he went um, to a state capitol, which had, I guess, a sign up that said Happy Hanukkah. 
And he ripped the sign down and said, no more Happy Hanukkah, only Merry Christmas. Yeah. Fuck y'all's free speech. Only Merry Christmas. Say the Christo fascist. But uh, like, I know he doesn't give a shit about this. I know he doesn't care about Christianity. He doesn't care about Christmas. He doesn't care about Hanukkah. His whole spiel is just to be the worst human being he can possibly do to try to upset people because this is what the right rewards. This is their bread and butter. Oh, are you upset? They're just mental children who get off on being pieces of shit. And yes, he'd be rewarded for this. He might get a slap on the wrist, but uh, he's going to continue to make more money. Then he has to pay in fines. So what reason does he have to stop this behavior? None, of course. And he won't. And uh, here's one that's going to take a little bit to unpack. Here's the latest... Animation by Ben Garrison, you know, the right wing cartoonist who always puts out the dumbest fucking cartoons. So let's unpack this one. So uh, here we have three bananas hanging on a tree and the three bananas have the heads of Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden and Garland. And uh, then there is a monkey with brass knuckles and handcuffs with a tie on and a hat that says the FBI And uh, it says, Pelosi's gulag, help, there's somebody inside the tree that's a gulag. And uh, they say, go fetch Bananan or Bannon. And the FBI is going to run out and fetch Bannon. And aren't they the banana? I don't know. It's a banana republic and they're the bananas. And the FBI is the tool of the banana. So much going on. I don't know. You guys can figure that out for yourself. And last up on the Chud Watch. I already showed this one. All right, fuck off. That was the last one of the Chud Watch. Hell yeah, we did it. Another successful Chud Watch. Damn. Rolling right along. All right, let's check the Super Chats. Hit the like button, everybody. Do it. Do it. Kyle Rapp, take care of yourself and the animals. I will. I always do appreciate it. Basset Hound Gang. Dusty, please join the Basset Hound Socialists of America. We poop. In the front yard of capitalism. All right. I'll check that out. Cuber Lover, 1972. Dusty, some Christians went to some African country to preach gay hate, and now that country has death and are tortured for being gay a while back. Yes, I covered that. Horrible, but not surprising. That's what Christianity's always done to African countries. It's a plague on society. DJ Swags, you know what's up. Love you, brother. New York in the house. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Uh, Proto, Joe Rogan is 100% is right-winger converting simple-minded people. Yes. He pretends he's a centrist. It pisses me off that let this call him a lefty. Uh, don't worry. Kyle Kalinske will be out tomorrow defending him. Fucking weasel-ass Kyle Kalinske. Trust me, he will. Because Kyle Kalinske is more concerned with getting on Joe Rogan's platform and making that dollar bill. Because, hey, written New York is high. Who gives a fuck how many people he hurts? That's why he's a fucking weasel. I know Kyle Kalinske fans will be like, Dusty, why you shit on Kyle Kalinske? Fuck you. Fuck you too. Fuck him and fuck you both. Uh, Kimber Lover, thanks to Dusty. Some airline companies like Japan Airlines and I think Delta are changing their fuel emissions for climate change. Good. Need to put social pressure on them to make more companies do this. And Space Cab became a new Dust Buddy. Hell yeah. You guys can also become a Dust Buddy. It's $2.99 a month and there's a button somewhere where you can join. And uh, you get cool customized emojis to spend the chat with, like Bing Bong and ACAB. And hey, folks, now that we have, I think we've got another 10 Dust Buddies, I can add another emojicon. So you guys need to tell me what kind of emojicon you guys want me to add. 
Let's vote on the new Emojicon and maybe I'll add it for the next show. Let me know what you think in the chat. I go back to the show and I read all the messages you guys say. So I'm going to read everything you say. The bad ones, the good ones, I read them all. So, uh, Marcel Robinson. Nothing of value will be lost if Alex Jones is broke from paying those Sandy Hook settlements. Yeah, but he'll still be a millionaire. They, they never lose everything. It's sad, but he'll continuously get rewarded for this bad behavior because that's what our society does. Levi Bellew. No such thing as rights, only temporary privileges. Shh. I disagree. If the Beastie Boys taught me anything, it's that I have the right to fight to party. No, I have to fight for my right to party. That's what it is. And I will fight for my right to party. Levi Bellew. Selena, big money and corporate algorithms designed to quash leftist views is why the right is winning. If Jordan Peterson can whitewash socialist George Orwell into a right-wing hero, there's your sign. True story. No matter how much the right complained about the social media sites like Facebook and Twitter, being the mouthpiece of the left, it's just not true. As I pointed out to you guys many times before, every single day, nine out of the ten most popular posts on Facebook are from right-wing media sites. They've admitted that their algorithm literally punishes left-wing sites and rewards right-wing sites like Ben Shapiro by default. So it's all bullshit all the time. That's all they do is project and lie. Keep up the good work. Keep fighting. It's worth it. I don't know if it's worth it or not, but I mean... I'm going to keep doing it as a source of entertainment. But my belief that I'm actually going to help win this thing is fading fast. I don't think that I'm winning. The last five years have taught me that uh, there's just not enough, like even on the right, even on the left, even the, the heroes that many of you are supporting financially and both with your views are not really taking this thing seriously. They're helping the right push their cancel culture narratives. They're literally using the right wing's language. Like the woke mob. You know who I'm talking about. They do it constantly. And the reason they do it is because instead of facing the criticism they get, it's easier for them to play the victim and blame a woke mob and help the right spread their propaganda than to own up to the criticism. I know very few people that are actually fighting back against this shit. And not helping them spread these narratives. And so, like, I don't, like, even when our own side is not helping, even when our own side is helping them, then how can you ever possibly hope to win? You can't. You can't. We are losing and we are going to lose. And it's just, I, I, I'm I'm tired of pretending like that's not true. Tell Rogan abused growth hormones and steroids for that body. Hence the weird gyno nipples. Yeah, it looks weird to me. I don't know. I'd rather be kind of a flabby, doughy old white guy. But I'm only saying that because I'm a flabby, doughy old white guy. So, fancy necrosis. $100 in Mexican. The USA is worth saving. We must win because the fate of America is the fate of the world. Fight. If not for us, then fight for them. I'm going to keep fighting, but I am not optimistic. No, the U.S. Empire is going to burn like Rome. That's a take I agree with, Marcel. And DJ Swags, we're dust buddy. Hell yeah. Welcome to the Cool Kids Club. Spam the chat with emojis with impunity. Jared Holloway, intellectual property law shouldn't exist, but I like you way more than Hassan, so he stole to Rogan. I love Rogan promoting Bernie, though. Like, the fact that Joe Rogan sort of, sort of, just a, in a tiny bit, came out in support of Bernie, and then on the election night was cheering for Donald Trump, giddily, shows you that he has no integrity whatsoever. His political beliefs aren't actually based on anything. They just flip-flop with the fucking wind because you cannot get more opposite than Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. So when he says that he supports Bernie Sanders and then literally supports Donald Trump, that just shows you nothing he says means anything 
It's all complete fucking bullshit. How gunnafu? Long time follower. Can't afford this often. Wife might beat me. Hey, stand off yourself. It's okay. I like it. Good. But keep on doing what you do. I'll try to do more for the future. Hey, I appreciate it. As long as you guys keep supporting the show, I'll keep doing it. Hit the like whenever I please. Hugh Allen. Dusty, when they come to arrest Big Bird, do you think... I already read that. All right. Mm, anything else pop up? James Black became a dust buddy. Hell yeah. All of the dust buddies. Best people on earth. And holy shit, Celestial Angel, very generous tonight. Says, love your show, Dusty. Hey, my show loves you. Take some of my paycheck for the kiddies. Take it two times with the Chud Watch. I will. So far tonight, you are the super chat. Hooray, show the world. Celestial Angel, thank you for being so generous, and I appreciate it. All right, folks, let's continue on. Please hit the like button. Going to move into a segment I don't do very often, but I had some good ones this week, so I'm going to do this one. This one I like to call Beyond Parody. And first off on Beyond Parody, another example of how you cannot parody these guys. This is a Ben Shapiro's wreck, The Daily Wire. And uh, what if I told you that uh, Big Bird was a drug dealer who uh, sounds like a, a, a child molester? And uh, I'm pretty sure also that uh, he might have a, a wet-ass P-word. So just saying, folks. So uh, here's uh, the Daily Wire host calling Big Bird a drug dealer. Same people that told us we were triggered by Dr. Seuss and uh, Uncle Ben's and uh, Aunt Jemima. And Mr. Potato Head, which we weren't, all made that up, are literally, literally freaking out about puppets. All right, so today we cancel Sesame Street. Uh, we could have canceled Sesame Street a week ago when Big Bird tweeted. Big Bird has a Twitter account now, by the way. He tweeted that he'd uh, just gotten the vaccine despite having natural immunity from respiratory viruses due to the fact that puppets don't have respiratory systems. But I suppose if we're giving the vaccine to kids who are almost completely immune to severe COVID illness, then we might as well give it to fictional birds also. To make matters creepier, Big Bird then appeared on a CNN town hall to further push pharmaceuticals onto kids. Big Bird seems to have really settled into his new role as drug dealer. Um, here's what that looked like. <laughs> you know, my granny bird says that since I'm six years old, I can get the vaccine. Oh, yeah, that's right, Big Bird. But, well, uh, I have a lot of questions. Like, what is a vaccine? And does it have to be a shot? And, and will I still need to wear my mask? Those are such great questions, Big Bird. And it turns out lots of kids and families have questions, too. So over the next half hour, we're going to be answering your questions, talking with experts and giving you the information you need about vaccinations sounds, for kids. Sounds great. Oh, um, uh, you know what? Um, Elmo better go change. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. It's time for the town hall. Yay. Yay. Oh, no, okay, puppets. this raises um, a number of questions. It questions like, doesn't. what the hell happened to Big Bird's voice? Uh, he's been around for a hundred fucking years, and there's been different actors that play him? Why does he sound like a child molester now? He, he sounds <laughs> distinctly creepy all of a sudden. And also, says this guy. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Seriously, your face is the poster boy for what a child molester looks like in my mind. You creepy fuck. What kind of six-year-old is watching a CNN special about vaccinations in the first place? Who is this? I don't know. One with her family, I'm guessing. One who have questions and their family's like, hey, I should watch this Big Bird special with my kid. So their questions get answered and they get educated about this scary issue. 
I don't know, something like that. That's just what I'm thinking. And next up, on Beyond's parody, you can't fucking parody these motherfuckers. So the quartering went to the new Ghostbusters movie, apparently, because uh, all this is about, folks, is that uh, like five or six years ago, Ghostbusters came out with a Ghostbusters movie that had all women in it. And it was a big old outrage. I can't believe you rebooted Ghostbusters with women. This is woke. Of course, they didn't call it woke then. They called it SJW, but that's the same exact shit. And so uh, regardless of the reason they say they hate the movie, that's the way reason they hate the movie. Ghostbusters is ruined forever because they had women in it one time. And they got lots of outrage clicks. So now there's a new Ghostbusters movie and uh, he has to go watch it and make a big deal about how much it sucks because that's the outrage bucks he gets. And so he goes to the movie theater and he posts about, look, nobody's in this theater watching it. No one's watching this movie. See, I told you it sucked. And turns out, yeah, he was in the wrong theater. No, I was, LOL, I was on the wrong theater. Not much better about 12 people. Just beyond fucking parody, goddammit. But like I said, this is what the country rewards. He'll make a million dollars this year. Sad, but you gotta laugh to keep from crying. And holy shit! I think Jordan Peterson might be back on the Benzos. Buckaroo Benzo back at it. And folks, you can't parody this. Here he is threatening himself. What a fucking boomer. I hate to even use the word boomer because it's kind of ageist, but God damn it. So uh, here's Jordan Peterson threatening to beat Jordan Peterson's ass. So he requotes himself in which he says, you bandy around words like racist to smear people without consequence for you. Or so you so naively presume. I defy you to find one phrase I ever uttered that is racist. Uh, I can do that. You sanctimonious, slandering, arrogant, careless little prick. Such a tough guy. And then he quotes himself and he says, come and say that to my face and we'll see who needs a benzo bucko. That's right, Jordan Peterson. You come to my face and you tell me that I need a benzo and then I'll take a benzo because I love me some benzos, said Jordan Peterson. Like, good God, dude. Learn how the replying feature works. This is so cringe. And since you asked for it, let's see. Uh, somebody posted a uh, a good example of his racism. Him talking to white supremacist uh, Stefan Mjolnuts, where he directly talks about, hey, race has a big effect on IQ. Oh, I wish it wasn't true, but it does. Directly quoting the bell curve, which is racist nonsense that it's been debunked a fucking pack. Where is it? I should have bookmarked it. Bad Dusty. All right, whatever. I guess I won't play that for you. But he did it. He did it. It happened. And, uh, okay, whatever. Fuck you, Twitter. And next up on Beyond Party, another example of this, folks. So CPAC, which is the big conservative convention they have about every 10 minutes to uh, give shout outs and support conservative politicians and whatnot. This is their literal real account. With 142,000 people. And they want you to know that Big Bird and Bert and Ernie are not invited. They ain't coming to CPAC. They have banned the puppets. And very brave of you guys. Definitely not triggered by puppets, are you? Huh. Huh. Not even the only example. Also not invited. Elmo! You banned Elmo? Oh my God! What the fuck is wrong with you whiny piss babies? Yeah, well... It's 
All projection all the time. Everything they accuse the left of, they're doing it. Where's Joe Rogan to point this out? Where's Joe Rogan to say, hey, it's a cult. Look, they're triggered by puppets. They've gone insane. Nope, nope. Because calling out the right for their bullshit doesn't help him save his tax dollars. So he ain't going to do that. This thumbhead motherfucker. And all right, that is my Beyond parody. Let's go ahead and jump in to some what the fuck. Let me read what the ports are saying right quick. What are the poor saying over here? Oh, I got some super chats. Oh, $100 Australian. Very generous. Comes uh, Bali. He says, haven't liked many videos and don't donate very often, but here's a big one. Love you, Dusty. Help me out of my edgelord days. It's hard for me to say, but I once thought Milo had Bill Maher had good takes ages ago. Yeah, like at one time I thought Milo was okay. I'm sad to say that. Um, I wasn't a big fan, but I thought he was kind of funny in some ways and it's terribly cringe for me to remember, but... Now you are the Super Chat All right, Joe of the World. So thank you, Bali J. You rock. Appreciate that. Bastard on gang, I felt frustrated and have for years. I'm going to make take more than one or two election cycles to win. It's still worth the fight. If we get to nihilism, we'll take over. I know. I'm trying not to be nihilistic. I'm trying to not get frustrated. But I'm still going to cover it. I'm still going to do my part. It's still going to be the same dusty. I'm just not going to let it get to me as much. Because if I let it get to me, man, I'm just going to like melt down. And I don't want that to happen. Hit the like button, everybody. Do it. And next up. A little section I like to call, what the fuck? Hmm. And first off, on what the fuck? So, uh, did you guys see this one? So, uh, yeah, this happened a couple weeks ago. And I was like, I'm not going to cover that. And nah, I got to cover it. I got to cover it, folks. So, uh, there is a band called Brass Against, who is a cover band for uh, brass rock i don't even know what the fuck brass rock is but uh, i guess it's rock that has like brass instruments that would be my assumption and so anyway uh lead singer got up stage and was like hey i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna bring a guy up on stage and i'm gonna piss all over his face because why wouldn't you do that so like i'm not offended at all this is just rock and roll folks this is what they always do like they just do something that's uh controversial to get attention and it works here we are talking about them so they're going to make lots of money off this, uh, but it is sort of what the fuck. And so they went to their Twitter to apologize for this, but never apologize for being rock and roll brass against. They said, we had a great time last night and welcome to Rockville. Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected. And it's not something you'll see again in our shows. Thank you for bringing last night, Daytona. Yeah, thank you. And folks, there's video. There's video. Now, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, folks, I read about this before I even watched the video, and even I was not prepared for the video. So, warning, warning, I'm going to show you this video. If you do not want to watch a woman piss in a man's face, don't watch this video. Now, hopefully... I'm going to show you this video from YouTube. Hopefully, YouTube does not ban me from showing you a video that they have not banned on YouTube. The original video has been seen millions of times they didn't ban it. So they shouldn't ban me for showing this fucking video. So look away right now if you don't want to see this. Yes, I'm showing it. Don't say no. It's happening. It's happening, folks. So uh, here she is on stage. Let me skip ahead. And, uh... Mm-hmm. Well, don't look if you don't see it. Don't look. Wasn't that bad. Okay. Okay. So we're going to turn the volume down a little bit. All right. So then she calls this guy on stage. Here we go. All right. So uh, here we go. Now. Okay. Here we go. 
folks. It's happening. It's all happening. She's not going to pee very much, though. Don't worry about it. It's going to be a very, very light drizzle of pee. So uh, it's not a lot of pee or anything. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. Oh, it's happening. He's got his mouth open. Yep. Okay. Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. Where's it all coming from? The steam? Holy shit. She's still going. Wow. She really had to go to the bathroom, folks. Holy God. Okay. Well, that just happened. All right. So then the guy gets up and he flings the pee into the crowd. Uh-huh. So, yeah. That happened. Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck, America? Or wherever this is. I don't even know what the, where the fuck this is. But anyway, cool, cool, cool. Classy. That was bad. It was bad a little bit. And, um, folks, you ever sit around and think, hey, you know who I feel sorry for? Child molesters. Yeah, that's that's what the spectator says anyway. Put out this article. It's time. It's, it's hard not to pity Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, is it? Is it hard not to pity her? Uh, it, it, it's hard to pity her, to be honest with you. It's not hard uh, to not pity her at all. What the fuck? Spectator Magazine. God damn it. I don't know. Why? Why? I know. I, I know. I know all about that. Yeah, I'm not kink shaming. Hey, if that's your thing, do it. It's not my thing. Not my thing. I like uh, facials. Come in your face. Fine. Pee. Gross, in my opinion. Don't like pee, don't like poop, but that's just me. That's just me. Not into it, but you do you. She was pissed off and he was pissed on. Exactly. And uh, Folks, another one. Another one. Holy shit. I'm sorry, but I got to cover it in the what the fuck section. So did you guys hear about the DoorDash driver who delivered a woman her salad and went to the lobby of the building that she lived in and then shit in the lobby? Yeah, yeah, that happened. It happened. So uh, a DoorDash driver. In, let me just watch, play the video for you. There's video, of course. Warning. If you do not want to see a woman shit in a trash can in the lobby, you might want to look away. Let's start from the beginning here. So this building manager got a call from one of the neighbors saying that there was feces all over the lobby of their 19-unit Brentwood building. So the building manager starts calling around. She thought maybe it could be a tenant with a dog or a baby, and somehow that may be responsible. But unfortunately, it wasn't. Take a look at what the security video found. She says she was just shocked by what she saw. Now, this happened on Friday. So a woman who had just delivered her a salad through DoorDash, you can see her appearing to walk to the lobby's trash can, then use it as a toilet, eventually taking off her top, wrapping it around her waist, then just walking out of the building without even cleaning up the mess that was left behind. The building manager says she was absolutely horrified at these images. Listen here. What I saw, I could not unsee. I was flabbergasted at what I saw. But don't worry, folks. DoorDash gave the woman a $20 coupon. So, hey, that paid for it. I'm just saying, I hope she didn't eat that salad. Some nasty-ass poop salad. I've never ordered for DoorDash, but yeah. I don't know. People are like, why, should, why didn't she use the bathroom? How the fuck do I know? Because she nasty, yo. Gross. That's why we have the what the fuck section. And all right, that's my what the fuck section. And I got to say, uh, I came through the what the fuck section this week. Because all that stuff is definitely uh, what the fuck. And all right. Man, I'm moving right along here. Look at all this shit I still got to cover, folks. Still got like half, I'm only halfway through it. 
Already an hour, 20 minutes of the show, only halfway through it. Hell yeah. So, gonna do some Trash World, cuz. Trash World! Trash World! Justify Hellas Trash World! Trash World! And first off, on the Trash World, I was gonna cover the, I may skip the Steam Lab, Streamlabs story. You guys know what Streamlabs is? So, basically, uh, Streamlabs is a program that you use to broadcast yourself on streaming. I use OBS for this show, but on my Twitch channel, I use Streamlabs OBS. And apparently, uh, Streamlabs OBS stole the OBS name from OBS, who's an open broadcast, open source software. And uh, then they tried to, uh, not copyright, trademark the name OBS, even though OBS is like, uh, this is open source, you can't do that. Please stop doing it. And so they took a lot of shit for it. Including Hassan called them out. A bunch of other people. Pokimane is a person that exists in the universe. Called them out for it. And so now they've changed their ways. Because uh, because they get called out for it. We are taking immediate action to remove OBS from our name. Streamlabs OBS is built on the top of OBS open source platform. Streamlabs OBS is also open source. And our code is publicly available. We take responsibility for our actions. And we will support the community. Yeah, yeah, get called out for it. That's the only reason you're taking responsibility. Because you had to. Otherwise, you're going to lose lots of money. And I pay like $100 a year for the uh, pro version of Streamlabs OBS. So I'm like paying you guys. So you get your shit together, Streamlabs. And uh, a great example of sorry, not sorry. This plague rat teacher got fired from her job. She would do anything for the kids. She would do anything for her fellow teachers and staff. Anything except, you know, take a free and easy shot that will keep them protected. And help them not get sick from her playground ass. And here she is crying about being fired, but uh, good. Marlene, why are you leaving the school today? I was told that I didn't have um, the vaccine and I didn't comply to rapid testing. So my day is short. How long have you worked at this school for? More years. Because you were a teacher and now you stick around because you love the kids so much. Yeah, she loves them so much. Doesn't let them have to get vaccinated or keep them safe or fellow teachers safe. But she loves them so much to get the shot, you fucking idiot. And what school district is this? Black Hole. And I have enjoyed every minute of the kids. Every minute. You can say you've worked here for 20, 30 plus years? 30 plus. Getting close to 35. But, uh, yeah, so I turned my keys in. My time is done. We're very sorry. Good. We're not. Thank Fuck you. off. Take your playground ass home. Where you belong. Fucking moron. And, uh... Oh, yeah. You guys know who uh, Zach Stacy is? Apparently, he is a former professional football player from the New York Jets. And, uh... I guess there are security footage in their house, which is bad for him because he decides to beat up his girlfriend on the camera. Just a bad idea. Warning! Trigger warning! Trigger warning! Some domestic violence about to happen here. Things are way different now. Holy shit. What a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, put this guy under the fucking prison. Just gonna pick her up and ragdoll her. Holy shit. Dude, strong, professional athlete. Listen, it you wasn't think that was okay. You think that was okay? Yeah. 
That's horrible. Fucking horrible. And so, uh, yeah, he got arrested. Zach Stacy, NFL, former NFL player, arrested after alleged alleged attack on girlfriend. It's not alleged. We just saw it. We all fucking just saw it. So uh, apparently she's got a restraining order against him, and she says that the NFL needs to take the PTSD more seriously and the damage to the football player's brains from re- repeated concussions, which she think might be... Uh, a contributing factor in his behavior. And maybe it is. But also, a giant fucking piece of shit. Good God, that's terrible. Yeah, put him fucking under the prison, build a dungeon, lock his ass up. And, uh... ACAB! Another example for the ACAB files. Here is a school cop who apparently had been sexting one of the 14-year-old students there and got confronted by her uncle... And he doesn't say much, but his silence speaks volumes. Watch as he reaches down to turn his uh, radio off. I guess so nobody can hear it. He's literally shaking because he knows the, his life as he fucking knows it is over once this video is out there. What's up, Alan, Alan Reese? What's going on? You know who I am? I have no idea who you are. No idea? You know my 14-year-old niece. I'll put it that way. That like, you've been oh, texting shit. for a couple months? You know her? The one you want sexy bikini pictures from? The one you want to wrestle and meet? Look, he's shaking. Look at his hand shaking. Do I need to pull up the Let's watch that again. Watch his hand shake. At her house when her mother's gone? Pictures from? The one you want to wrestle and meet? At her house when her mother's gone? Do I need to pull up the chats? I got her phone right here. So what are we going to do about this? You're a Leo. Are you kidding me? Do you not think that's inappropriate to ask her for sexy bikini pics? Now, you know what you can and can't say. To go to prison. Otherwise, I'd have the ICAC detective here with me. What do you have to say about that? That's my niece. What would you do if it was your niece? Do you want to wrestle? Do you see my ears? Do you want to wrestle a man like me? Is that what you want to do? Because we, I'm sure, I'm sure we can find a, a school around here that has some wrestling mats. Do you want to pin me down? Do you think I'm smart enough to know what you're going to do after you pin me down? I didn't want to do this in front of any kids. Or anything like well, that. Okay, well, no, and I'm going to be out of here before any kids are around. How do you think I feel when that's my 14-year-old niece? And you're working at a school? Are you kidding me? Who was? I, I back the blue. I work with law enforcement constantly. You should take that badge off. 1042, you should take that belt off and take your ass home. It's what you should do. 1312. I'm going to let you get back to work, but I wanted you to see my face and see the man that's going to be watching for you. I know everything about you. Everything. All right? If you ever if you ever come near my niece or you come near any children, I'm going to be there and so are the ICAC detectives. All right? Bye. So, yeah, dude about to lose his job. You know what? I wonder what happened to him. What if it says, yeah, his hand is definitely shaking. He's scared as fuck. Dude, life as you knew it is over. Bad decisions. 
13, 12, hell yeah. And uh, next up on Trash World, so uh, Cal Rittenhouse. You guys see the video before he went out and shot people in Kenosha where he was watching uh, supposed alleged shoplifters and talking about how he wished he had his AR-15 so he could shoot them? Just to let you know that what he did at Kenosha was premeditated. He's one of these psychopaths. Like I said before, it's like uh, it's like people in the military that join the military because they want an excuse to murder people and get away with it. He went to Kenosha with this gun, with fantasies of murdering people, of finding an excuse to kill people and get away with it, and he did. And here's proof of his mindset. Yeah, I wish I had my AR-15. I'd start shooting rounds at these people just for shoplifting. Hey, if you shoplift, you deserve to die. Property, more important than human life, says incredible fucking piece of shit psychopath Cal Rittenhouse. The guy is not a hero in any goddamn way. He went out there to try to find an excuse to murder people, and he found one. Yes, a, a, a crazy mental Patient, a guy literally just got out of a mental institution. Apparently a child molester attacked him and he shot the guy. And then two other people thought he was an active shooter. Thought they were being heroes. They were being good, not good guys with a gun because they didn't have a gun. But they were being the good guys that were going to stop him. And one of them got shot and then they got killed too. So he killed two people and shot another one. Which just got to show you first off, folks, like don't ever try to take down a person with a gun unless you have a gun. Even if you have a gun. You might be like that guy at Walmart who was the good guy that shot the, the active shooter at Walmart. The police came in and shot him thinking he was the active shooter. Just fucking run. Do not try to be a hero. But that's what happened, folks. Psychopath kid went out there purposely trying to find people to kill. And he did it. Now, in his mind, probably he was thinking about killing black folks because it was a Black Lives Matter rally. And he's been caught in public doing, you know, hanging out with white supremacists, doing the white supremacist sign. And so it's pretty clear he was marinated in this right-wing culture war online. And so was sitting around fantasizing about being the big hero and shooting people over property. And he went out and he did exactly that. So, uh, yeah, he was being attacked. The first guy, like I said, was some kind of psycho child molester. And that one probably was self-defense. So the other two were people who were thinking he was an active shooter and trying to be heroes and he shot them. So like this trial never had a chance of winning to begin with because the people were attacking him. They were attacked, even though he went out there to try to cause the situation that allowed him to murder people. There's kind of a gray area in our legal system where you can get away with murdering people. If you do stuff like that, the law is what it is. The law has to be changed first before he ever had any hopes of being convicted of anything major, but he, he should have been convicted of something going out looking for trouble and then finding it and killing people should have been some kind of charge, but none of the charges the prosecution put on them had any chance of going through. So it's not surprising to see that he got off, and he did, folks. Today found not guilty. No one is shocked by this. Jury finds Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty of all charges, and that video I just showed you guys of him 
having obviously premeditated thoughts in his head about going out and shooting looters wasn't shown to the jury because they were afraid it would prejudice the jury. But it seems like it would go to the state of mind, so it seems like it would have been fair game. But I guess not. The judge seemed like it was in his back pocket, so uh, he got away with it. And uh, So that's not even the worst part about it, folks. So fine. Even if you believe that it was self-defense and he did not deserve to go to jail, this kid is not a fucking hero. He, like I said, he's a psychopath who went out trying to find a reason to kill people at a Black Lives Matter rally. And he did it. But this goddamn trash country we live in is going to make him, has already made him a hero. This kid will be a multi, multi-millionaire when this is done. This kid will be platformed on every goddamn right wing and some left wing, quote unquote, site. He'll be on Jimmy Dore. I, no doubt about it. He'll be on Dave Rubin. He'll be all over the fucking place. This kid will have a girlfriend who is a perfect 10. And he'll be a millionaire. And he'll be rewarded continuously for this because this is what our society is. This society literally rewards psychopaths and murderers. But I guess leave it to the onion to give us a, a, a little bit of humor in these hard trying times. Cal Rittenhouse, sentenced to 45 years of CPAC appearances. And that's not even a joke. He will be one of the lead speakers at CPAC from now on because they will make him a hero. All the white nationalists came out of the woodwork to have his back because, of course, they did. This is exactly what they support. Here's Vider, white supremacist group. We can be heroes just for one day. Yeah. To quote a song from Billy Idol. Do not correct me on this. That song is sung by Billy Idol, you fucks. And uh, the racist on Telegram, Rittenhouse crying doesn't matter at all. It would have mattered if he was found guilty. He would have been remembered as a crybaby. But now, Kyle Rittenhouse will be remembered as the white man who killed multiple Jewish Antifa in Kenosha. Hell, Kyle, white power Rittenhouse. Cool, cool, cool. Here's the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys falling all over themselves to praise the psychopath. So a pedophile, a domestic abuser, and a felon walk into a bar, and Kyle says, shots are on me. <laughs> he murdered people. And yeah, official Wisconsin Proud Boys had a crown on him because, yeah, he's a hero, folks. He's a hero to these folks. 4chan, racist-ass 4chan, celebrating. Because this has become so political now. This is what our country is. This is how divided it is. And uh, Madison Cawthorn, creepy-ass, rapey Madison Cawthorn, out there telling people to be armed and dangerous because it's open season now, folks. Kyle Rittenhouse is not guilty, my friends. You have a right to defend yourselves. Be armed, be dangerous, and be moral. Be Kyle- armed and dangerous and moral because all that goes together, folks. Or, you know, uh, don't take guns across state lines and try to find excuses to murder people. But as always, showing the love of Christ. Shitheads like Madison Cawthorn and, of course, Magian Kelly. Another right-wing shithead, Magian Kelly. Yes, I know that's not how you pronounce her name, but that's how you spell it. So fuck you, Magian Kelly. Said, justice was done. Kyle Rittenhouse was unfairly maligned by a dishonest press. He wasn't. He literally fantasized about murdering people and went out and set up a scenario where he could murder them and he murdered them. And politicians who used him to advance their own fortunes 
Seems like the right-wing politicians are literally using him now to try to advance their own fortunes. If there are riots, these smear merchants will shoulder much of the blame. Yep. So the people that kill people, they don't have any of the blame, do they? And, uh... Yeah, Republicans celebrate Rittenhouse verdict by offering congressional internships. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get rewarded. The highest political bodies in our land giving him mentorships. Uh, Matt Gates offered him one. Tom Cotton offered him one. Madison Cawthorn offered him one. Like I said, he'll be trotted out everywhere from now on in order to own the libs because this is what conservatism is all about. Like I told you guys repeatedly. All of their platforms, all of their issues are incredibly unfucking popular. People are sick of tax cuts for billionaires. People are sick of no Medicare for all. An out of control Medicare industry. People are sick of all this shit. Progressive policies are very popular. All they have is the mentality of children to look how upset everybody is. And since they're all pieces of shit, they love other people who are pieces of shit. They love upsetting people. Literally all they have is the glee of upsetting people. So he will be trotted out continuously forever now and put in our face for the fuck your feelings. Look how triggered you are, crowd, who eats that shit up. And here's Paul Gosser, the lizard man Paul Gosser, Should Kyle Rittenhouse get a Congressional Medal of Honor for selflessly protecting the lives and property, because property is more important than lives, of the people from an armed mob of arsonists and criminals? Uh, No, no, he shouldn't. You goddamn piece of trash. And uh, the right didn't even have the worst take on this. I don't know if you want to call Peter Coffin famous nut kicker. Self-nut kicker, Peter Coffin, uh, leftist. I guess he's a leftist. I don't know. He All he does is seem to shit on the left and feed into uh, right-wing tropes. But uh, of course, he has to bring transgenderism into this because why not? How do we own the left? How can Kyle Rittenhouse own the left anymore? Are you upset? Well, maybe if he becomes trans, he will own the left even more. Says this waste of fucking human skin, Peter Coffin. Says, Dear Santa... Peter Coffin is non-binary. Did I say he? If I said he, I apologize. I don't want to misgender Peter Coffin because even if I disagree with somebody, misgendering is not cool. And so if I do that, I'm not doing it on purpose. They said, Dear Santa, probably the best thing that could happen regarding the post-left meltdown over people not falling over themselves to support Kyle Rittenhouse would be Kyle coming out as trans. Love, Peter. P.S. If you do this one, I'll never be bad again. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious if this piece of shit becomes trans? Because, you know, it's a choice. He could just choose to do it. And then all the left would be so owned by Kyle Rittenhouse. Just trash. Peter Coffin, garbage human. Good goddamn, y'all. I don't feel owned. I don't feel owned either. But it's funny they keep trying. Idiocracy of the documentary. Hell yeah. And, uh, this next one, a more depressing anti-trans rhetoric and panic. So uh, you guys remember Dave Chappelle? The last half of his show, he came out with his, so, hey, I'm not transphobic. I have a trans friend. And then he proceeds to throw the trans community under the bus and basically accuse the trans community of causing his trans friend to commit suicide. 
Now, Dave Chappelle fans will be, Dusty, it's all jokes. He's a comedian. No, he wasn't joking. Just because he's a comedian doesn't mean everything he says is a joke. When he comes out there and he claims that one of the reasons she killed herself was because the trans community bullied her into it. That's not it. What was the joke in that? You can't just claim every word that Dave Chappelle is a joke because it's comedian. It doesn't work like that. That's a very dishonest framing. And uh, you're not somebody who's worth taking seriously if you say that. So he came out and basically threw the trans community under the bus because in order to make himself the victim, he has to make the trans community the bad guys here. It's not that he's a trans piece of shit that spreads trans lies. No. It's the trans community that are bullies. The trans community literally killed his friend. Only, it turns out, it wasn't true. He made it all fucking up. The final third of Dave Chappelle's comedy special, The Closer, is an extended of extended some of my best friends are trans antidote. Daphne Dorman was a comedian, actress, and former software engineer who, according to Chappelle, stood out of the crowd at his small venue, San Francisco show, by both being trans and laughing at his trans jokes. They met after one of his sets, and he eventually asked her to be his opening act. Chappelle described his friendship with Dorman in the hidden ending to his 2019 special, Sticks and Stones. She was thrilled to be name-checked by one of her favorite comedians and posted about their relationship on Facebook and Instagram. On Twitter, she defended Chappelle against charges of transphobia. According to Chappelle, this statement of support sparked a wave of vicious harassment from LGBT community. It took a lot of heart to defend me like that. And when she did that, the trans community dragged that bitch all over Twitter, Chappelle says in the last few minutes of The Closer. Six days after that wonderful night I described to you, my friend Daphne killed herself. So there it is. Throwing the trans community, the LGBT community under the bus. Hey, you killed my friend. I'm not transphobic. You guys are transphobic. And yeah, it's a lie. Chappelle attributes Dorman's suicide, at least in part, to the avalanche of abuse she received from other trans people. I don't know if it was them dragging, or I don't know what was going on in her life, but I bet dragging her didn't help, he said. I was very angry at them. I was very angry at her. Since the release of Chappelle's special, the narrative that Dorman was bullied into suicide by other trans people has taken hold in the right-wing media and just asking questions on Twitter. Like the Federalist variant says, uh, these lying cowards, they want to destroy Dave Chappelle because he told the story of a transgender fan who was hounded to suicide by members of the LGBT community for refusing to be a prop and a weapon. It is all it has also, as these things often do, migrated to serious publications. Here's the economist repeating Chappelle's description of dormant suicide. Yep. They just take what he says as gospel. Chappelle is making a serious accusation, blaming a specific person or group for hounding someone into suicide amounts to a charge of murder. Given the complex nature of mental illness and self-harm, cases where the facts warrant such an accusation are extremely rare. So what's the evidence that online bullying from trans people led to Daphne Dorman to take her own life? None. There is none. Dave Chappelle made this up because he does not give a fuck. His ego will not allow him to do any kind of self-reflection to allow him to admit that he's wrong and people are sucking his dick and kissing his ass for his transphobic nonsense. And so he's just going to lie. 
and throw the trans community under the bus and blame them for the death of this woman when there's no evidence they had anything to fucking do with it. In fact, her own family and her own friends, people that knew her in real life, came out and told why she committed suicide and it had nothing to fucking do with any of the things that Dave Chappelle said. And I don't think Dave Chappelle even looked into it. He just assumed, hey, she supported me. I bet Twitter dragged her all over the place. I bet that's what caused it. I don't even have to look. I don't have to research anything. Just like he didn't research the lies he told about J.K. Rowling in a special. He does not give a shit what the truth is. All he cares about is assuaging his guilt and feeding his fucking ego and trying to assure himself that he's not the one that's wrong here. And he will go to any fucking lengths to do that. Chappelle's wording implies that Dorman's suicide happened shortly after she spent the tweet supporting him, but her post is from August 2009, and she killed herself in mid-October, nearly six weeks later. In the interim period, I could find no trace of online harassment or abuse. Her tweet currently has hundreds of replies, but they're almost universally from Chappelle fans after the closer came out. Back in 2019, according to the archive.org, the tweet had just 12 replies. Another jokier tweet about Chappelle had nine. Of the contemporaneous replies that have been archived, none are critical. Here's what they look like. I look forward to watching your special when it manifests itself. Are you the Daphne he speaks of in the epilogue? Holy smokes, you are. It's like this across the internet. The Instagram post in which she declared her friendship with Chappelle doesn't have any critical replies. Comments on her Facebook post announcing that she was opening for Chappelle are uniformly positive. So are the ones on Reddit. After she posted about it there, she doesn't appear to have said anything on Twitter or Facebook about receiving abuse. Her suicide note doesn't mention bullying, nor do any of the obituaries written after her suicide. I also couldn't find any news stories from 2019 describing a campaign of harassment against Dorman. Right-wing websites will publish anything that makes trans activists look unreasonable. I found it difficult to believe that a trans woman was bullied by other trans people for supporting Dave Chappelle, basically the platonic ideal of an alt-right clickbait story and didn't show up in Breitbart, Spiked, or Daily Mail. None of this means that Dorman, Dorman wasn't criticized for association with Chappelle. Other Twitter sleuths have found her debating the content of his special and whether their friendship mean that her, he accepted her. Maybe she felt attacked by these conversations. Maybe some abusive tweets had been deleted. Maybe she got nasty DMs or lost friends. We don't know what being online looked or felt like to Dorman during those weeks, but listen again to how Chappelle described this period. I already read that to you. So her family came out and specifically said, let's see, where's that? Um, where is it? It's a long article. Can't find it. Where the fuck is it? All right, here we go. The narrative that Dorman was hounded to death by trans people relies exclusively on Chappelle's word. Dorman's sister, who supports Chappelle and call him an LGBTQ ally, attribute her suicide to PTSD from a traumatic childhood. You know, bullying from people who listen to people like Dave Chappelle lie about the whole situation with J.K. Rowling, which leads to more bullying, more anti-trans panic. Yes, that adds to the atmosphere that led to her suicide. Dave Chappelle. Her friend and former roommate says Dorman had battled suicidal thoughts for years. The final blow, she wrote in a Facebook post, was a combination of her losing custody of her daughter, losing her job, and dealing with a lot of transphobic harassment on the streets of San Francisco. So, uh, 
Dave Chappelle don't give a fuck. Like I said, none of these people give a fuck. He's more interested in making millions of dollars and painting himself as a fucking victim. And who cares how many people he hurts in the process? This is why he's the right wing darling, because this is what they fucking reward. And uh, not looking good for Travis Scott. He's facing a $750 million Astroworld lawsuit. And that's just like one of the lawsuits he's facing from the nine, 10 people now. I think a little nine-year-old boy got killed recently. The 10 people that got killed from his trash ass not taking security precautions well enough and keeping his fans safe. So I hope they bankrupt the fuck out of that asshole. And next up on Trash World. Did you guys hear about this? A California couple vanished after stealing millions in COVID-19 relief funds. They left a goodbye note from their three kids. So uh, they put in applications for millions of dollars in TTP, TPP loans. They forged employees that never existed, like people that used to be uh, foreign exchange students who died, and they got millions in loans. And then... When they got sentenced to prison, they skipped out and they left a note for their three children, ages 13, 15, and 16. They abandoned them and said, hey, we had to run away. Uh, You guys are on your own. Their note said, we will be together one day, it read, according to uh, their attorney. This is not a goodbye, but a brief break from each other. So they're probably in Armenia because they're trying to get the kids sent over to Armenia. So they're probably waiting there in Armenia for the kids to come over. So just trash during a vulnerable time in our country where people really needed to help. These are the type of scumbags who took advantage of the system and so far getting a fucking way with it. Pretty fucking terrible. And uh, God damn it, this is a trash world. Thank you, hero. Like Chong from Cheech and Chong, Tommy Chong, who points out where Bernie Sanders came out and said, we must demand that the extremely wealthy pay their fair share, period. And Elon Musk says, I keep forgetting that you're still alive and ratioed Bernie Sanders because this is a fucking trash world where people are more interested in billionaires shitting on incredibly good people, good men. Rewarding This fucking asshole who took billions of dollars in government subsidies to keep his company afloat. A literal welfare queen. And Tommy Chong calls him out and says, The richest person in the world shitting on the nicest person in the world is capitalism summed up in two tweets than it is. This is what our society is. I mean, it's hard not to just want to give up on it. It's hard to wonder when... Elon Musk ratios Bernie Sanders with shit like this. It's hard to wonder if it actually deserves to be saved or not. Or just chronicled and laughed at as it collapses. And all right, folks. Uh, That's my trash world. Let's read the comments real quick. Hit the like button, everybody. Do it. Do it. Like the video. Love the show. Thanks for your service. Hey, Rexmo. Love you back. Thank you for supporting the show. Kyle Rucka. Oh, Kyle Rick Kelly. Kim Peel is better than Chappelle show, and I will die on this hill. Hell yeah. Kim Peel are way better. They're way more talented in every fucking possible way than uh well than the current Dave Chappelle is anyway. The, the original Dave Chappelle show was really funny. The current version of Dave Chappelle doesn't even tell jokes anymore. It's just old man ranting. <laughs> Irony me saying that. 
James Magnum, the author of Ghislaine Maxwell article in The Spectator, was Boris Johnson's sister, Crazy World, a shocker. She probably knows a lot of inside dirt about Boris Johnson. Cupid Lover, you have a great insight, Dusty, because you do this. You give hope to the left. I try, but like so many of the people that are being supported to the left are just feeding into all these right-wing narratives, and they're not held accountable for it. They're actually rewarded for it, too. It's just the truth. It's sad as fuck, but that's just the way it is. Eric Biggs, we desperately need more people like you, Dusty, speaking out against conservatism. We do, but where are they at? I mean, my show's being seen 840 times right now. The Tim Pool video that he did with Alex Jones was like 100,000 live viewers or something like that. Just, there's just no way to compete. It's not even close. Uh, all right. Anything else pop up? Mm. Nope. All right. That's all the Super Chats. Please, more Super Chats, please, if you're able. I brought back the Q section, mostly because everybody loves the Q song so much. So uh, here we go. If you know the words, they're very complicated. Feel free to sing along. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Q. And first off on Q... They got it. We got it, folks. We got him. So the QAnon shaman sentenced to 41 months in prison. That's like, what, three and a half years, dude? Was it worth it? Was sucking Donald Trump's nuts worth it? Was trying to overthrow our democracy and install Trump as a dictator worth it? I don't think so. Seems bad. Yeah. Imagine going to jail for three and a half years in order to look this fucking stupid. What a goddamn moron you are. So, uh, yeah, enjoy prison, dipshit. But uh, I actually got to say, I kind of love the guy's lawyer a little bit. The QAnon shaman lawyer is pretty fucking hilarious. This guy has no fucks to give. Here he is after the court's ruling, giving an interview. What do I think about his what? What is is an appropriate accountability for former President Trump? Well, if you're asking my opinion, uh, you know, my opinion is meaningless. I will say that I would probably be far more effective over a beer with former President Trump, even if he didn't have a beer, because I understand he doesn't drink beer, but I'd have a beer. And I'd tell him, you know what? You got a few fucking things to do, including clearing this fucking mess up and taking care of a lot of the jackasses that you fucked up because of January 6th. <laughs> now, in the meantime, I might talk to him about some other things that I'd agree with him on. But my opinion doesn't... Yeah, but he don't give a shit about them jackasses. Trump's all about using people, chewing them up and spitting them out. So, uh, but funny. Funny to hear him just speak exactly what's on his mind. And uh, did you guys know that the QAnon shaman is actually... A super soldier from the government? It's true, folks. Here's a live chat between QAnon members talking about the QAnon shaman. And they seem to know what the fuck's going on. Let's have a listen to this reality. The, um, they're calling him the 
the QAnon shaman, you know, the guy that wears the Captain America. You guys familiar with him? Yeah, I posted it to the board. He was sentenced today for 31 or months or whatever it was, 31, I don't know, weeks, so I don't remember what it was. Yeah. That's all, um, uh, I don't know if you guys know the true story about him. That That's all theater. He is a... He is a super soldier. He's he's with our military, and <laughs> I had soldier. captured him speaking last year. Uh, there was a video that was briefly out. He speaks for an hour. He's very articulate, very smart, and I believe with all of my heart that he's a super soldier um, working for the highest levels of the military. He does an hour chat. That's right, folks. It's all a setup. He's a super soldier, you know, like Bucky. He's basically the winter soldier because that exists, folks. Gotta be true, because the QAnon people said so, and uh, you guys know that we know who Q was, right? The guy behind the Q account was uh, Ron Watkins, the uh, moderator of 8chan, now 8kun. We know that. The documentary proved that he was Q, and he decided he'd come back to America, and he's going to run for Congress. But apparently, it's not going very well. Ron Watkins in a month. Ron Watkins is a month into his campaign for a congressional seat, and it's not going so great. He's struggling to get the media attention he needs. He has no campaign website. He's steadily losing followers on Telegram, and his opponents have a huge head start on fundraising. So good. Now that people know who your dorky ass is, now they see how creepy you are and how you can't even form a sentence without reading a teleprompter, people are bailing on him. It was only good when they actually thought you were Q. When they actually thought you were some kind of government insider who had some kind of background information. Now that we know you're some just kind of dipshit, people are finally starting to fall out of love with Ron Watkins and couldn't have happened to a worse piece of shit. And uh, last up on Q. So you guys remember a couple weeks ago, a bunch of QAnon people, hundreds of them, flew in from around the world to Dallas to watch JFK and JFK Jr. come back to life and uh, declare that they're the president and they're going to transfer the power of the presidency back to Donald Trump. You know, real world shit. Well, apparently this article came out and exposes the guy who was behind it, and it's worth the read. An ex-member of the QAnon cult that flocked to Dallas to see JFK Jr. come back to life has lifted the lid on the ugly reality of the resurrection, claiming that followers nearly bankrupted themselves to be part of the gathering where kids and elderly people were left sleeping on the ground for hours while their self-appointed leader paraded around acting like Jesus Christ. Devoted QAnon follower Maureen McNamara was one of hundreds of conspiracy theorists who traveled to Texas earlier this month to gather at the spot where John F. Kennedy Jr. was killed in 1963 under the instruction of a man named Michael Brian Protzman, who predicted that the former president's son, John F. Kennedy Jr., was going to be resurrected. According to Protzman, the late JFK Jr. who died in a plane crash in 1999 was going to come back to life at 12.29 p.m., the same time that his father was killed on November 2nd and then announced plans to run for vice president in 2024 alongside Donald Trump. Q members flew from around the world and some of them even spent thousands of dollars to get there. McNamara alleged in an interview with Vice News. They waited for more than 16 hours on the street and refused to leave, calling the Texas city their promised land as Protzman continued to insist that JFK Jr. was about to reappear at any moment. But instead of the promised resurrection, McNamara says members experienced nothing but an agonizing wait, during which time they began 
turning on one another while Protzman gave out free t-shirts, had a little group around him kissing his ring, and seemed to make empty promises about JFK Jr. supposed return. So, like, good. That's what you guys fucking deserve. You deserve to get con. You deserve to lose all your money because you're fucking morons. I have no pity for you whatsoever. Like, how the fuck can you believe something so goddamn stupid? You get what you fucking deserve. Feeling a little jokerish tonight. And, uh, all right, folks, I'm not going to do the Karen section tonight. We're going to finish up with a hero. I'm going to save the Karen section till Monday because Lord knows I'm going to need some material for Monday. Who knows how much shit is going to happen this weekend? Case is a slow news weekend. I'm already in overtime. So a little bit of overtime, five minutes of overtime doing the hero section. Last chance to get your super chats if you're able, if you want to. And, uh, Let's do the hero song. That's not it. Because we can be heroes for just one day. Ah, It's my favorite song by Billy Idol, the lead singer of uh, the Talking Heads. True story. You can look that up. And first off on heroes, warning, warning, murder is about to happen. If you don't want to see murder, don't look at this. So apparently this undercover police officer was getting a haircut. And a gunman comes in and murders uh, the barber right in front of him. And uh, he responds in kind. Warning! Death happened. Look away. So, uh, let's make it big. So, here's the cop. He getting his hair cut. And this gunman comes in. And then, yeah, murders the barber right in front of him. And he's like, get the fuck out of here, get the fuck out of here, which is a bad move. He about to turn his back on a cop with a gun. And then, yeah, yeah, there you go, yeah, now you're dead. Bad life decisions. Yeah, that's not what you want. So, anyway, that's a justifiable shooting in my, uh, in my opinion. Like, if you don't want to get shot by a cop, maybe don't walk into a barbershop and murder people. That's a little bit on you, dead dude. And next up on the heroes, Paul Rudd is 50 fucking two years old and just got named People Magazine's sexiest man at 52. Here is 52-year-old Paul Rudd next to 52-year-old Wilford Brimley in Cocoon. You know, the diabetes guy. Holy, how's this possible? This is kind of made me think that Androchrome is real. He definitely drinking the children's blood. What the hell? And like, uh, love me some Paul Rudd. Dude is uh, six years older than I am. So that means I have six years still to become the world's sexiest man. I'm going to do it, Paul. Coming for your title, Paul. God damn it. Watch your back, Paul Rudd. And last up on the hero section, we need to see more of this. This is what defund the police is all about, folks. Most of what the police are doing, they don't need to be doing. Other people should be doing this work for them, not armed thugs with guns. Albuquerque has new response to 911 calls involving mentally ill people. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Elish Lucero, who had mental health issues for years after brain tumor diagnosis, was killed by Bernardo County Sheriff's deputies after they shot her more than 20 times. Lucero, 28th, had become increasingly agitated on t- July 21st, 2019, and her behavior grew so worrisome that her family called 911, hoping she would be taken to the hospital. Mistake number one, do not call the cops for that kind of stuff. 
That was one of the biggest mistakes that we made because Elisha's not here today, her sister Lane said. That call result was my little sister, who only stood 4 feet 11 inches tall with her shoes on, being shot 21 times by the men who were called to help her. Well, don't call them. Calling the cops should be the absolute last resort in every fucking instance. The Bernalillo, Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office settled a lawsuit with Lucero's family last year. Now Albuquerque is changing the way it responds to 911 calls like the one Mace does place for his sister. In addition to police and paramedics, residents have access to a third branch of public safety, behavioral health responders. We're not law enforcement, so we're not here to cite you, said uh, Mariela Ruiz Angel, director of Albuquerque Community Safety, or ACS, an independent agency alongside the police and fire department that can be sent out by 911 dispatchers We're just here to check on you. How can we help like this, folks? So much of the budget of police should be redirected from this. Defund these motherfuckers and hire these people. Most of my interactions with cops should not have been done by cops. Like when the cop came to tell me to turn my stereo down. That should have been done by a social worker. A community outreach provider to come by. And to make sure the communities are all living in harmony together. The cops don't need to be doing shit like that. So, uh, good on you, Albuquerque. They tried stuff like this in Portland. They tried stuff like this in other parts of the country. And it all works extremely well. We need to encourage this kind of thing nationwide. So, good on you, heroes. More of this. Cool, cool, cool. And folks, that's my show. Hell yeah. Another great fucking program. I'm going to do a little small kitty party. We don't have any, uh treats the treats you guys bought me they knocked on the ground and they opened up and they ate them all because they're assholes but i do have kitty drugs so we'll give them kitty drugs in a minute and see how they respond to the kitty drugs hit the like button before you go people please hit the like button beast nation yeah and you don't stop because it's 187 by an undercover cop yep true story dusty it's it's very articulate and talks for hours. Pretty sure he's a secret super soldier. I got that serum injected in me, y'all. Under the shirt, I'm basically Captain America. Boom! Don't want to fuck with this. Ideal paradox. I thought the religious right was against the LGBTQ plus community. Trends rots and cute rots. Hell yeah. You know they ain't for us. Evil is what they is. And Carmel G, a couple of dollars for the kitty with us. I appreciate it. Good to see you, Carmel. Brian Keyes gave me $20. Very generous. $20 Canadian. I'll take your Canadian funny money. Thank you, A, you hoser. Blade Volant says, Been a fan. Your older videos help me do buy my deconversion. Finally get to catch you live. Keep up. Keep it up. Doing great. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you for joining me live tonight. You guys are amazing. I do appreciate you. Hello, Dusty. You should have the views. I enjoy you, Sandy. I should, but I don't. What you gonna do? It's all good. Like, I, I know I whine a lot about not being supported as much as I should, but that's only because I'm a whiny piss baby who needs to get the fuck over myself. I'm actually doing quite well. Um, I'm not rich or anything, but like I'm fine. It's all good. I'm just a a a a, a, a ridiculous man child. Mm, not related, says Kuya. But I rescued two kitties because of you, and it changed my life. Well, thank you for your service, hero, Kuya. Love the show. Thanks for your service. Hey, thank you for supporting the show, Rexmo. Anything else pop up? Never give up, Dusty, says Brian Keys. You are making a bold statement in the face of the fascism. We cannot go quietly into the night. No, I'm going to still cover it. 
I'm going to still do all the things that I'm doing. I'm going to try not to lose spirit. At the very least, it's entertaining, sort of, in a macabre, dark comedy kind of way. So at least I can chronicle the collapse of this American empire, at the very least. And all right, folks, please consider supporting me on Patreon. I know it's a pain in the ass to put your credit card information in. I know nobody wants to do that, but do it anyway. And if you're supporting other people and you're watching me more than me, if you're watching me more than them, then uh, split your Patreon with me instead. That's a good way to do it. Give me the money instead of them. And give it to my kitties. Speaking of kitties, here we go. Kitty party. All we got is kitty drugs today. We'll see how many we can get over with the kitty drugs. All right, kitty drugs. Who wants kitty drugs? Kitty drugs. They're like, what the fuck is this shit? What the fuck is this shit? This is not treats, daddy. What even is this? That's bait and switch. Bait and switch, daddy. Okay, we got it. They're just looking at me for treats. I'm sorry, guys. All you get is kitty drugs. I don't have any treats for you. Got Mr. Uh, Pretty Boy looking at me for some treats. Got half stash over there. Miss Cece in the background. Got Misty over here. I don't know if you, see, you can't see Violet right here. Violet getting some kitty drugs. All right, motherfuckers, time to get high. It's time to get high. It's motherfucking shit. Oh, some kitty drugs. I'm sorry. You're looking at me waiting for treats, buddy, and I ain't got any. I'm a bad daddy. I'm the worst daddy ever. If you guys want to send me kitty treats for them, you can do so. There is a link in the description of this video to my Amazon wish list and also my P.O. box. So you can just send anything to my P.O. box. I don't even care what it is. I will show it on the air if you do so. So do it. Send me shit. Folks, I'll be back Monday, Monday, Monday for a brand new show. Already got a whole carrying section for you guys. Lots of other cool stuff will be happening before then. So be sure to join me every Monday and Friday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, for the greatest show on goddamn YouTube with the greatest audience on YouTube, which is you. You are amazing. I love you all so much. I hope you guys have a good weekend out there. Be sure to follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv, front slash Dusty Smith. Link in the description of the video. See you guys on Monday. Have a good weekend. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And as always, till next time, logic, motherfuckers. Good night, everybody. Let's have a little experience machine to play us out with. An original song by Dusty Smith available on my SoundCloud. Later, dudes. Have a good weekend. Go! Hit the like button before you go! Hit the like button!